Hello and welcome to Go Mode, a link to the past randomizer podcast. I'm Timp. Um, Dante. And I'm Herfy Durfy. <laughs> uh, guys, I'm I'm feeling embarrassed. I feel a little silly, and I feel like I need to vent a little bit, and also sort of apologize to some of our listeners. Probably not all of them, but uh, so here's what happened. Uh-oh. So do you remember? You remember in the last episode? Uh, where Dante, you said something that you had done that was totally innocuous and it was fine that you had said it. But as a joke, I said that you were effing fired. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I post the episode uh, two weeks ago. And about 30 minutes later, I'm still awake. (laughs) I'm still awake. And I get a a note from somebody. I want to say it was Josh Bittner, somebody somebody in our uh, podcast chat that was like, whoa, Temp with the totally un- censored <laughs> F-bomb in there. Wow, that was an interesting choice. And I was like, wait a second, what are you talking about? And I went and looked, and sure enough, I guess at some point in my editing, I put in a beep, and there is a beep there, but it's like you hear me say the F-bomb, and then a second later, you hear a beep, <laughs> um, which, as Malmo pointed out, she was like, I, don't, I think that's kind of funny. Yeah, that's <laughs> and even it better. is funny. Yeah, it's it's funny. It's like, wow, if, if the F-bomb went unbleeped, then what what could he possibly have said behind that bleep uh, that, you know, that it deserved to be bleeped? So anyway, I don't know why that happens. It's something with the editing where things get shifted over. And, you know, obviously, of course, I I that proves that I didn't do like a final QA check because, um, mm-hmm. you know, once I have it done, it's like, OK, time to time to get this out. But going forward, I probably will just go over the bleeps <laughs> just to be safe, at least for a little while. And, uh, you know, to my credit, I did change the file and re-upload the new family-friendly bleeped one right away. So if your podcatcher immediately downloaded, like, the first file that came out, you heard the mm-hmm. F-bomb, and I that was not my intention, and I am sorry. Uh, but I guess the general, like, action item here for our listeners is if you want to be absolutely sure that the podcast is PG, maybe wait like 12 hours after it comes out to download (laughs) it, because that will ensure that if something has slipped by Tuesday Temp, he will have caught it and changed it. And you should be good to go from there. If you don't really care about that thing one way or the other, then like do whatever you want. I mean, isn't it by then, isn't it Wednesday Temp? Or I, I don't I don't want to be degrading, yep. but if we went with the alliteration, <laughs> I would be a little concerned too. you know, Wednesday wimp. Right. Well, Tuesday Timp was the one that accidentally let the expletive fly. Mm-hmm. Wednesday Timp is the one that makes the correction. Yeah. yeah, it makes sense. Yeah. So uh, it, he's, he's kind of like Wednesday simp and that like he's immediately <laughs> like, oh, oh, I'm sorry. Oh, let me fix that for you. <laughs> let me donate some subs. <laughs> yeah. So, um, so yes, again, just one final apology, but also to just balance things out a little bit. This is pirate radio. I think most of us are in our thirties, uh, or at least like late twenties, you know, so I am sorry, but I'm not, I'm not like super sorry. He ain't yeah. sorry. <laughs> I was going to say, you, you, you guys are going to make uh, Tim start taking notes of every, like, timestamps of every exploit, uh, expletive thing that we are saying. You know, you know I've thought about it. 12, you 34. You know I've thought about it. Herf says yeah. the F word. <laughs> Gotta be. 
Yeah, and I really don't want to do that. Uh, if I did that, I mean, I already listened to the whole episode, but it would be like during editing. I'd mm-hmm. be like, oh, that was a bleep. I need to just go back once I'm done and just make sure that that didn't get shifted around. Mm-hmm. But anyway, I, I'd rather not even worry about that. I mean, I, I will, at least for a little while. I think this is the second time this has ever happened. I think there was one other time we had an uncensored bleep or uncensored F-bomb and it was a bleep that had shifted or something like that. Mm-hmm. That I actually think I know what was happening. I have a, I had a mouse for a little while that would like would misclick occasionally. So I think like something happened during the editing where I misclicked and shifted something okay. I wasn't supposed to, but. Oh, speaking of like mice that will misclick every now and again, I want to apologize if you guys see uh, random W's appearing in the outline. My keyboard is broken <laughs> lately. And it's oh, not no. even that the W key is stuck. It will just start typing randomly on its own for no reason. So <laughs> it'll just hold down the W key for no reason and start typing until I hit my keyboard and then it's fine. Perfect. Uh, I don't see any so far. It's I think we're so far clear, so but good, but you know, it could <laughs> happen at any time. Yes. Okay. Well, Thanks for the heads up. And hey, speaking of this outline, there's a lot of really interesting stuff on here. Do you Mm -hmm. guys want to talk about it a little bit? Yeah, a little bit. Yes, sure. Okay. Um, So we kind of just jumped right into our recording. We haven't really done any pre-talk at all. Um, I was wondering if maybe one of you wanted to take on talking about this beta, either if you've like played it or you've heard a little bit about it. Because for me, it was just like I saw that it happened, added it to the outline. I'm happy to go over it, but I feel like maybe one of y'all wants to. I mean, I can talk about it a little bit. Dainty, feel free to chime in. I think our opinions on some things are pretty in line, so to speak. Okay, okay. go for it. Um, all right, so tell us what we're talking about. All right, so we're talking about the new beta update that they just pushed out. Uh, there's a wonderful beta site up now where you can test all the changes out and where they're also a little bit described, I'm sure. As always, Link will put the link in the description. That's not even a question anymore at this point. Um, there's a few changes that I find very interesting and cool. And there's one change that we need to talk about a little bit, I think. But uh, let's start at the top. So they've implemented a toggle for the fast credits. I'm sure everyone remembers a while ago. I couldn't tell you when exactly, but uh, they started to implement a thing where you could hold down the X button. And it will Mm -hmm. scroll through the credits faster just so um, hardware users had a chance to also get through the credits faster. You know, it's allowed kind of to fast forward the credits to the stats uh, for emulator users. So they would usually have the benefit of just, you know, skipping all the boring stuff that you've seen a million times and getting straight to the interesting stuff. So they put that in. Uh, Now, if you press select, it will toggle the fast credits. The X button is still functional, but you can just, you know, press select once and you don't have to hold down the button the whole time. So that's definitely a good change, I think. Hmm. Um, then apparently there's been some changes for the glitch modes. Uh, mirroring from Zelda's cell spawn point will correctly take you to the sanctuary now. Uh, I didn't know there was a problem, but I will admit I barely have any idea about glitch mode. So I'm not <laughs> surprised that I don't know anything about this. Yeah, same. Um, the heart piece menu icon, file select hearts, and the credit hearts now match your selected heart color. I think that's a neat little change that I never actively thought about. I've, I Usually, as little as I play, I usually play with blue hearts, but I've never noticed that they're not the same color in the file select and in the menu icon and stuff. I, you know, I see my blue hearts on the HUD and I'm like, okay, my hearts are blue, but that's pretty cool. Yeah, I wonder if we'll ever be able to get to the point where the pieces of heart and heart pieces around the mm-hmm. world are that color too that'd be fun uh yeah maybe it seems like a can of worms to i feel me, like that's probably a palette problem more so than yeah. them not being able to do that but uh yeah probably yeah uh the next anyway. one is a pretty big one i think 
major items will be able to appear as dungeon prizes. The logic for this will be coming in a following release. So this is the first point where I have to, I don't want to say throw some shade, but where I'm not quite happy with what they did here. I think that they implemented this and they were finally able to switch out crystals and pendants from the bosses to actual items and still have the the price appear afterwards and to be able to get crystals and pendants out of chests is really really cool but i feel like this is a thing like when they're saying the logic for this will be coming in a following release there's been some bug reports already about this not really working very well especially in entrance modes and stuff someone mm-hmm. Got, got a tempered sword, then got a green 20 instead of a butter sword, and then got a butter sword later and got another butter sword later. So there's definitely some issues still going on there. It's and I feel squirrely. like, you know, I know it's a beta and everything, but features should only be put in once they're completed. Like, keep this in your back pocket until you've also got the logic in and then maybe send it out to test it. Because if there's mm. no logic behind it right now, how's anyone supposed to test anything? Because you don't yeah. know if your seed yeah. will be beatable or whatever, right? Because if there's mm. no logic behind it, all the bosses will suddenly drop random crap and your crystals might be locked somewhere they can't even get to. And then what do you do? So I think that's yeah. a... Eh, I get it. It's cool. It's a cool feature. But, you know, maybe keep it in your back pocket a little longer is at least my mm. opinion to this. Maybe uh, Devil's Advocate, it was like, okay, they had these other things that they were ready to put out. Like, there's one that we're going to talk about that I'm Mm -hmm. sure they were excited to try. Mm -hmm. And they were like, this one is functionally ready to go as far as we can tell. Why don't we just slide it in, you know, with the others while we have the opportunity? Um, Because, yeah, otherwise, I I think, I I mean, I fully agree with you. It seems, seems strange to roll out something that you already know is not fully mm-hmm. complete and uh yeah i wonder what the what the reasoning was there i mean you know getting, beta is beta yeah so getting, it's getting like, more data testing data from more people is always good so i kind of understand both sides but i just think it's a little weird to be like hey you can test this now but we already know it's not going to work kind of yeah. you know so it's a little mm. but all right yeah whatever real quick dante what are, what are your thoughts on this i'm just curious you have a face that's deep in thought <laughs> i'm 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 good with this part so far. Mm-hmm. Okay. We're, okay. We're, you got a different bone to pick. Yeah, All right. We'll, we'll think, save the juice for that. I think both Dante and I have a bone to pick with the last part in this, but okay. we'll, we'll get there. So the second to last thing that they've put in is a new completionist goal. This was, I think, at least partly inspired by the 100% key sanity that Dunko wanted to make for the ladder, where we found out that the, the all locations goal is currently not working correctly. And uh, so they, uh, shout outs to Cassidy, I believe, is who yes. mainly uh, yeah, headed I believe this so. up or who spearheaded this. Um, they now put this in. You have to s- collect all 216 items before Ganon is vulnerable. So it really is a completionist goal. And uh, you'll have the like door rando hot on it with an item counter. So you know how many you've picked up. So it's a little easier to keep track of stuff. Mm. So... I think this should be fun. I, I watched uh, Dunka play a little bit of one yesterday, I think, and it looked pretty fun. It's just uh, you've got to be ready to, you know, to kind of fight your muscle memory a bit because you see a heart container or blue rupee or whatever, and you're like, yeah, I don't need that. Who, who picks that up from Zora Ledge? <laughs> and then you're at Ganon, and you're like, oh, I guess I'm missing an item. Oops. Yeah. So it, it's definitely a different way of playing, but I think it's kind of interesting. 
And that would absolutely destroy me. I just know it would. <laughs> my muscle memory kicks in way too often and I do stuff I'm not supposed to do mm-hmm. or I don't do stuff I am supposed to do. And yeah, that's that'll destroy me. So this was like uh, a few episodes back, we talked about a 100% mm-hmm. uh, goal being added for ladder and that sort of being like jury rigged to work. And then the, the devs were like, oh, actually, we got you. We're working on something internally. Yeah, so this is- the Randall originally had a goal that was called all locations, I think. Is what it was mm-hmm. called, and mm-hmm. we thought we could use that in combination with Key Sanity to make what they made now, 100%. basically. Yeah. But uh, the few test seats we generated, it was we were never able to get to all 216 locations. Basically, there were still some keys that locked themselves and stuff like that. You know, new logic that was put in that apparently wasn't accounted for in this. So they more or less completely revamped that goal to be the completionist goal now. I think, from from what I understand. Yeah, nice. That's cool. And uh, now we come to the last and probably biggest change and also maybe the most controversial it seems to be for me and Dante, but uh, here we go. So they did some backend changes and the big one is they turned on Fast Drum. What Fast Drum is, I can't exactly give you all the technical details. I read what Cassidy wrote yesterday. It has to do with like memory addresses and all kinds of crazy mumbo jumbo magic and programming. But what the end result is, is that the whole game is much less laggy. Like to a degree where even people who haven't played too much of it will immediately notice. If not in the overworld, you'll notice it in boss fights. The Argus fight is insane. The snake in the last phase of Trinex coming out, you'll die 100%. No snake has ever come out of a shell so fast in your life before. Helmosaur in its last phase without the mask, good night, you're dead. Like, bring a fairy to everything. It's crazy how fast everything is. Wow. Okay. And uh, it's, yeah, as I said, it's a little bit of controversial change for me. I feel a little bit torn on the general idea of it because the first thing that I thought about when I heard this was, oh, are we allowing Zeusness again? Because that didn't emulate lag correctly. Yeah. Everyone was crying about yeah. that. I, I'll just play on Zeusness from now on and have less lag. That's the same, right? But obviously, that's a little antagonistic, I'd say. <laughs> My main problem with this is... Ask Do you love ZSCNES or something? Like- <laughs> no, not really. I hate it. But okay. I'm right. just saying, you know, people were really mad about it because it didn't emulate lag correctly. And now we're changing right. the whole ROM to make it less laggy. But yeah, as I said, I it's a little bit, you know... I, I, you know, nitpicky or whatever you want to call it. My main gripe with the whole thing is, and I think that's also Dante's main gripe, uh, was the communication around everything. Nobody really talked to anyone about it. The devs just said, yeah, ultimately we decide what we think is best for the game and that's why we put it in. Then for a while it was said, oh, it's going to be a toggle, but it will default to on which was a little bit of a problem for us on the ladder because if it defaults to on and we don't want to use it, we'd have to change the payload for every mode that we're currently running, which is a lot of work. And then Mm. if they change something or decide they don't want to do it, we have to change the payload back, yada, yada, yada. It's a bit of a back and forth and kind of unfortunate. And then after some discussion and after me asking in the Rando dev channel why it defaults to on, uh, they've decided to just not make it a toggle at all. It'll just be on now, and that's it. And you have no choice. The only way you'll be able to play Rando in the future is with a fast drum, unless the community as a whole like poops its pants and gives the devs a lot of crap for it. 
which I don't think will happen because I feel like the majority of people are happy with less lag. They just see it as purely a it's free positive time. thing and a quality of life improvement. I I don't know. I, as I said, I feel it's a little weird. It's a little too far removed from the credo that they used to have where it was like, oh, we want to keep this as close to vanilla as possible. But now if you ask them, they're like, oh, no, Rando is so far away from vanilla already. That doesn't really count anymore. It counted every mm. other time when we wanted a change that the devs didn't agree with. It depends who you ask. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, but, um, it, it seems like it's always been a priority to try to keep some kind of similarity to mm -hmm. the vanilla ALTTP game and also in most decisions. Yeah, right? exactly. Right. That was the usual credo for all the decisions that were ever made. And when people asked for like, I remember in the quick swap discussion, that was a big thing. People were like, yeah. oh, quick swap. That's so far away from vanilla. Why would we do that? That's awful. Yada, yada. Eventually we got it. Okay. But it was a long and arduous fight. And it wasn't just mm -hmm. someone going, eh, we think this is better. Screw you. And then. Yeah. And it, it, it's not the mm -hmm. argument. Sorry, just real oh, quick. It's not ahead. the argument that like that reducing lag is bad. Right. You're, you're not even even though like it sounds like it's causing some problems. Mm -hmm. It's definitely a big adjustment. It's something that we could have all slowly over the course of time gotten used to practiced made a decision, voted maybe one way or another. I mean, you know, well, not yeah. that, like the vote would necessarily have to yeah, be binding, no. but it could at least be good to like get the info on how people feel about right. it. Right. It'd be nice to have the info more than like a couple of days beforehand and then immediately have like a beta site out and be like, all right, yeah. this is going to be it and that's it. And then we haven't even talked about stuff like one thing people have brought up is what if you run NMG as well and you jump between Lorando and NMG? Well, you know, some people say that's your problem. You'll have to get used to it. I can kind of get behind that, but I think it's a little unfair to, you know, because it's still essentially the same game. But OK, whatever. The Rando is the Rando, NMG is NMG. But then you also have SMC3 and they're not going to turn on fast drum. They have enough issues. Getting I'm not the whole sure thing. if they can. Right. I, we being, don't uh, even know if they can. Super Metroid already runs on fast ROM. So right. I'm not sure if the two combined can mm -hmm. feasibly do it. Now, I mean, Total could show up and just say, yes, it can. All right, I'll believe Total. But yeah. I have no idea. I mean, if anyone can do it, it's probably Total. But it's, you know, it's a whole different beast. Do they even want it? And uh, what are people going to do? I've already had uh, Fred Coughlin earlier on Ladder say, yeah, the leak is probably the last ALTTPR thing I'm going to play from now on because I play so much SMZ3 that the constant back and forth is going to drive me insane. I'm just going to stick with SMV3. Thanks, guys. It was a good time. I can't get behind this decision. Yeah. And I'm sure he's, you know, he's not the majority. And people like me who are not super happy about it aren't the majority. But there's definitely some issues and some problems and some people not too happy about it. But I think I, I've talked enough about my personal opinion about this. I think it's time to hand it over to Dante or someone else oh, who wants no. to weigh in. So let's hear it, Dante. Well, we talked Let about getting rip. effing fired. I guess it's time to actually <laughs> do it. Um, I am very, very upset at the timing. That is my major gripe, like beyond anything else. I'm also very majorly upset that two uh, excuse me, one admin and one developer guaranteed the league a toggle. And we announced to everyone that we were going to run it on the old one. Reason being the league admins do not want to be a test bed for this. 
whether it's good or bad, we don't want to be a test bed for it. Uh, so we announced it. And then it's like, oh, JK, you're not getting that now. We don't want to fracture the community. I think you're already doing that. I mean, I really don't care what what like benefits it is. I respect the work that went into this. I know there was a big undertaking of reverse engineering things, understanding slow ROM versus fast ROM, why it worked to give you guys a little bit of some information that was given to me that I understand. So like I said, Super Metroid runs on fast ROM, Link to the Past ran on slow ROM, talking about vanilla. The reason for this was apparently Nintendo, why it way back, uh, could save money using slow ROM chips on cartridges. There, there was about a 50 cent difference per cartridge. Now you think about how many cartridges they produce, that's a massive amount of money. So mm-hmm. it makes sense. But I want the game to feel like the game. I would be okay. I'm, I've been okay with a little additional lag, even door rando lag. That's like more massive. I'm okay with that. The fact that now, like, I don't want to completely never play NMG again. But if I go get used to this, it's now going to make it harder. Like, you're separating yourself even further away like at this point why aren't we just making a pc port where you install an executable you know and then we just don't use our super nintendo that's my hot take i really feel like this is a big middle finger to the racing community to not give us more of a testing phase to not give us time to even discuss it it's shoved down your throat and it's very on par for a lot of things we've seen uh on the developer side like i'm sorry but that's how i feel about it uh i'm very frustrated with it I, I I do think, let me say this too, I do think maybe long term, this is probably better for the casual audience, the overall community, not just the racers and the hardcore like elite racers that are so used to every single timing of the game. Like I can put that aside and say that it's probably better long term. I just hate that it's like, hey, we got this, get it in the, get it in the can and fire it out. Like, mm-hmm. good luck. And I mean, go, go screw up the main tournament or something. Sorry. I'm, I know I'm selfish here, but don't, don't ruin like the league can never run a bit without drama, right? Like <laughs> yeah. it can't. And we didn't even start the season where everyone's like, everything seems so good. No. And now we got to deal with this BS. Like I'm, I'm literally livid. Uh, mm. And I mean, some people will probably say, you know, oh, you're just mad. Cause you know, Aries upset and he's on your team. I mean, partially sure. But I mean, me watching, I've watched a bunch of these. I will admit I have not played them, but it is very noticeable. There's been a few people who have said 99% of the community won't notice the difference. That's absolute dog shit because like, like it is the most noticeable thing. Like it, I, I literally just watched Andy play some of these before we started the podcast and like doing diagonal movements, like the look on his face was like, okay, that's a lot faster. Like mm-hmm. anytime you walk diagonal on a slow ROM is literally like, I don't know, it, it lags the game more and it's just unreal. Spleevy posted a clip somewhere in one of the discords. I want to say it was in Tark somewhere of having a Samaria block down. I think a gold bee flying around and then Berna and walking diagonally in the middle of the Ganon fight with bats flying around and that's supposed to be like the game is on its last leg, mm. barely moving. And it's like crystal smooth. Technologically, I think that's amazing. But the change, how fast it's coming is awful. That's yeah. that's my that's so th- there you go. That is how I feel. I'm very upset by it. And it's 
No, I won't say that, but um, it's, it's bad. I think it's, I think it's in bad form. I think it's a direct uh, initiative from a few people and that's about it. Mm -hmm. Mm. So the, the fact that they're not allowing a toggle, like they said they were going to, like they told you initially, and then the timing of rolling this beta out, uh, and I think in the well, past, no. you know, once a beta is out. That's the yeah. thing, Tim. We're releasing this episode Wednesday, right? Like mm-hmm. by then, the the full thing comes out Thursday. It's being mm-hmm. put on the main branch Thursday. Yeah. This beta is out for four days. We're and in that's it. Like, whoa, it's, it's going to be happening. live by the end of this week. Mm-hmm. And it's like wh- whether or not you like it. So like Rando is literally changing. Like it affects ladder. It affects the cross keys tournament just went into brackets. Imagine, imagine scheduling your race for brackets in cross keys earlier in the week. And then game three is later. And now your game three where you could get eliminated is completely changed. Now, do I expect the devs to honestly like give any craps about every single Rando tournament? No, there's always one going on. But the cross keys tournament, the league and the main tournament right now are the three premier we'll call them events of the rando community that have like i guess the most consistent we'll say uh attendance or player base and so like if we'd been told like hey we're working towards this and our projected date is here like three months out okay well league can prepare for that you know like if it was right if we'd have been told this three months ago league admins wouldn't be as upset, but I think we're just, I'm, I'm heated about it. I know a couple others are, I'm not going to speak for the whole team, but it's just in bad form. I think because of how fast this is coming out and going to be live. If it was just beta and it was going to be beta for a while. Great. I'm all for it. Let's test it out. Let's see if we can give any feedback. But the fact that here's a beta and guess what? It goes live like (laughs) tomorrow or something. You know, if you're listening to this on Wednesday, then yeah, I'm, I'm a little ticked about it. Wow. Yeah. So I, I missed that. I did not know that it was happening so soon. What I was going to say is usually a beta is out for like a month or two I will right. say until, though, until it ends uh, up getting rolled into the With all branch. the bugs that have been found, there's probably a good chance they might make it a little <laughs> longer. I don't, I don't, I can't guarantee that I would if I was a developer and all these bugs were reported to me that it's not quite working as it should be, especially in entrance modes and stuff like that. I would push it a little further, maybe, you know, make the beta a month instead of four days or whatever, but I can't speak for them. I'm not part of them. They might just be like, oh, whatever, it works fine enough. Let's push it out. What's the source on it coming out Thursday? Uh, I believe, I believe um, there's a couple of devs who've said that. I'm not going to name them because I don't have the public channels or whatever. Yeah, I don't, I don't have the the names in front of me, so I'm not going to actually say any names. I don't want to misspeak and then actually really have my foot in my mouth because I feel like I already have. Mm -hmm. But, but I do, I do think long term it's probably good for Rando as a whole, especially when we start implementing door Rando into the main branch and Inimizer. Like, imagine Inimizer now. Like we we saw that you could see that if you test it, like. Usually like Thieves Town is almost unplayable. It's super slow. You have time to think about your movement. Same thing if you do escape, but now not so much. Mm-hmm. And it's more quick. It's zippy is a way to put it. Wow. Everyone's going to get free time. Like a lot of uh, a lot of things additionally. And this is where like the high tier player comes in to complain. But you do certain movements and you know how to do certain movements to minimize your lag. You know not to do certain things that you think are faster because they save lag. And that gives you a little bit of an edge over someone who is uneducated at the game. That's part of the strategy. 
just to provide one is like in swamp, right? Instead of putting the bomb down before the water fills up yes. in that mm-hmm. diver down room, you wait until it's done uh, because otherwise it lags the crap out of the game. Stuff like that is going to have to be relearned. And that's just one e- small example. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. So like there's no punishment for anything like that now. And I, I can't speak to this. I'd love to talk to people like Spleeby and Malmo and Chex. But I'm very curious how this will or could affect the glitch community, because I know some of the glitches may be no logic. And I am kind of just speaking off the cuff here could be like reliant on some of that lag as far as the execution goes. So that's going to completely change things for them, especially if you're coming from like vanilla glitched runs. Again, I don't have 100 percent proof of that. Anyway, uh, like I said, I could get used to it. I will get used to it. I just. I really hate the timing of this and it's kind of rubbed me the wrong way. Mm. Yeah. Wow. Well, thank you for sure. Sharing your, uh, experiences <laughs> there. Um, I think I'd probably speak for everyone by saying that, you know, I appreciate the insight and the raw, uh, reaction instead of, you know, like a very, uh, instead of me having like th- my sponsors told me to say this, uh, <laughs> yeah. you know, all, all zero. So them. I don't get fined. Yeah. yeah I, that sort I, of thing. I would, I will tell you like, just for the, the average listener, if I, if there was still a racing council and I was still on it, I probably wouldn't be this unfiltered about it. And I feel right. like I'm still trying to be an adult and not just like, I'm not resulting to, I don't want to do name calling and crap, but you know, Tendencies yeah, just, I, mean, I want to be toxic about it. You know, I, I do, but I, I know it's not going to help anything. I think you've been very reasonable. I mean, maybe uh, only because I mostly agree with what you've said. So maybe I'm just biased <laughs> that way. But I thought what you said was pretty reasonable. And I think it's totally okay to be upset about something, especially the stuff concerning League. There is, exactly. I don't know, there's like a million things I want to say, but I don't want to drag this out even more, especially since we have a guest waiting in the, in the, in the wings, in the wings, in the wings. they're in the yeah. waiting yes. room. <laughs> exactly. So yeah. I don't, so. I don't want to drag this out. Oh, by the way, we, we got one more thing to mention about this beta update. New sprites. Oh yeah. Uh, we will. Oh, there are, there are I, some uh, new sprites. I, uh, intentionally volunteered to go through these updates and intentionally left out the boring ass sprites. Nobody gives a crap about. <laughs> so let's move on, please. Savage, please do not at me. Uh, these are Herf's <laughs> personal opinions. Um, I know I just thank Dante for his unfiltered opinions. Herf, I'm just going to look at him funny for a second, and then we're going to move on. All right, here we go. So uh, the Tark admins and mods have officially been selected, voted on by the community. So our five admins are as follows. We have Drossi, Fear Agent, Homemade Beer, PH, and Radical Sniper 99. So congratulations to the five of them. I understand, uh, Dante, you've already passed uh, server ownership over to them, and they have already selected some mods. So they are busy over there at Tark. Yes. The mods that they have selected, in case you're wondering, in case you're curious, the five mods are going to be Dr. Earworm, Juber, Kaysden, Structural Mike, and Hammer. Uh, So congratulations to those five. And uh, we look forward to seeing what you're able to do with with Tark. Uh, Things that they're going to be working on. Uh, So one of them that they've been public about already is a cheating investigation committee. So this was a question that came up, I think, in our last episode. 
I'm just going to read straight from Fear's announcement on this um, with some pronouns changed so that things make sense. The admin team will not be handling cheating investigations. Instead, they will appoint five anonymous members of the CIC to investigate all claims of cheating. They will draw their conclusions and the TARC admins will base off of their recommendation. Obviously, if there is no conclusive evidence to a claim, TARC will not announce the investigation. So in case you were curious on how they're handling that, there you go. And then uh, they made a note about deciding on rule sets. And I actually noticed just like 30 minutes ago, they Mm -hmm. posted an update to this. So give me a moment while I pull that up instead of our notes so I can give you the latest and greatest. So what they've said here is uh, I'll just to paraphrase, I'm not going to read this whole thing to you. Uh, check out the Tark Discord for the full announcement. But basically what they're going to do is revert back to the last Racing Council rule set that we had before Specky Clip was voted on. So that means everything from before, all the minor glitches that you knew and loved are legal. The major ones are not or that have been classified that way. Uh, anything that had been ruled on stands. That with Specky Clip, that is going to be the first community vote that we have. So they're going to open that up to a public vote, which will open the day that this podcast comes out. So be sure to, if you're a member of TARC, uh, if you qualify, go ahead and sign up for that. Um, verify yourself along with the race time connection in that Discord, and then go ahead and vote. Uh, uh, I don't know how long sorry, you'll quick. be able to vote. Yeah, uh, go ahead. I just, if I read this correctly, you do not need to be a validated racer like you needed to be to vote for the admin. So even if you're not, if you haven't raced in the past, like I could vote on this glitch if I wanted to is what I'm trying to say. <laughs> It does say uh, the process will be achieved by opening a vote for one week where anyone with the active racer status will be allowed to take part. Is that not the same oh, as getting the... Oh, I, misread, I, I apologize. I misread that. Race time. I, I thought it mm-hmm. said anyone even without the active racer status will be allowed to vote. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm sorry. Unfortunately, it says Once the Once again, so I'm not allowed to vote. <laughs> Screw the system. Fuck the man. Well, just go, out and do, just go out and do one damn race and then you can vote. I you know? disagree. My seniority <laughs> should allow me to vote in this. It's as simple as that. Well, maybe you can lobby the TARC admins for a uh, a special um, <laughs> for a exception special role. of some sort, like a uh, like a, a, a diplomatic immunity or or something like that. Yeah, I already asked um, Dante back when he made the Discord if I could have a different colored name <laughs> for being a giraffe, and I didn't get it. So I'm proud of you for asking. Everything I, I else really is am. meaningless. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, that's it for Tark. Uh, as I said, they're they're making moves over there. Um, if you're curious to learn more, you can read the full announcements in their Discord. We'll have a link to that in the description of this episode. All right, let's move on to ALTTPR League Season 6. Danty, um, yeah. are you feeling like you want to tell us a little bit about <laughs> yeah, this? Sure. Or you still need some time. No, okay. I'm good. I'm good. I can, I can be professional. So, uh, <laughs> Season 6 registration has officially closed. Uh, 96 teams. Registered, it seems, tied for season six or four, rather, um, for the largest. Uh, the reveal stream is TBD. I think we'll get something announced. So if you're not in the league server and you want to know if you want to watch or whatever, uh, make sure you're in the league server. I swear to God, if you're a player, you better get in the league server if you're not there already. Um, our mods probably have been pinging you if you aren't to join the server, but because uh, you have to be there. But if you're just interested in watching and having some announcements, you can join the league, get the announcements role. We'll post when that is coming. And then if it is, I think it'll be after next episode, at least I think so. Um, Trying to do some math. I think it might actually happen like 
before. We'll see. Um, so, yeah, but week one starts September 18th. So a little over two and a half weeks, maybe three weeks from now. So very soon. Uh, Tim, tell us about the Casual Boost Tournament. How's it going? <laughs> Sweet. Thank you for that. Uh, so Casual Boost Tournament, not to cover the tournament itself, but usually, you know, I talk about my progress. And so I just wanted to let everyone know I am officially my time with the Casual Boost Tournament has concluded, um, but it's not all bad news. Um, so we had that tiebreaker race with B Bonnell, uh, where both of us were 3-3 out of groups. We needed to decide which of the two of us was going to go on into brackets. Happy to report that I was the victor in that race, despite making uh, a lot of um, questionable decisions and uh, just getting generally plain old unlucky with a lot of them. Uh, it turns out, you know, it's one of those, it was one of those situations where you just need to keep racing because maybe your opponent made those same ones. And that ended up being the case in that situation. So I did manage to snag a victory there. My round one bracket race, uh, I was paired up with a community member, I think in the German community named Mufte, and they stomped me in our first race. <laughs> they absolutely destroyed me. If I would have kept <laughs> racing, they probably would have beat me by about 20 minutes. But I had just hit go mode. I had three crystal dungeons left to clear. And they I saw their dot done and I was like, whoa, OK. Um, I kind of thought that was going to happen because when I went and did some light research on race time of their username, I saw that they frequently traded spaces with Teto who was in our group and also was absolutely demolished, not just me, but everyone else in our group, um, and is indeed possibly a favorite to at least make top eight in this tournament. Um, so I knew I had my work cut out for me. Uh, that was our first race, which was Saturday afternoon. I foolishly had scheduled our second race for Sunday morning at 6 a.m. It was one of the only times that would work for both myself and Mufte. Uh, and just all day on Saturday, thinking about going to bed early on Saturday to wake up early on Sunday to have this race that I was already not feeling super confident about uh, winning, you know, which that was the name of the game was either winner or, or be done. Mm -hmm. I was like, Hey, yo, let's just talk here for a second. I, I think you and I both recognize you are the superior runner between the two of us. I'm regretting my decision to schedule the race when I did. And frankly, I'm getting a little bit randoed out after seven oh, races yeah? in the last like three or four mm -hmm. weeks. Yeah. Which I know is nothing to some people, but Dr. Earworm, Tyler Salt, do you hear this? Do you hear this? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I can neither confirm or deny if you guys signed up, but I know y'all were teams teamed up last year. I'm just we saying. We did sign up and we're oh, okay. all three of us are coming back. The first race is September 18th, as you told us. So, I mean, I've got a good like three weeks days. really to, yeah. 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 To, uh, to, to cool off and, and, you know, and we have done some practice, so, um, don't question my commitment to my <laughs> league team. Damn it. We are going to be ready to go. All but, right. um, all of these things I told Mufte and I was like, I'm just going to go ahead and, um, preemptively forfeit this race and congratulations and good luck in the next phase of the, of the brackets. So, um, I honestly, I felt really great about the whole experience. I had a lot of fun in groups, um, some, some highs and some lows, but ultimately it was really proud of myself that I made it out of brackets. That GG. to me is a win and I'm, I'm walking away with my head held high. So yeah. that is the end of my experience in the casual boots tournament. But, uh, we will of course, you know, keep track of it and we will let you know when it gets down to finals and, and let you know who finally wins it. And I'll be cheering for Muff Tech. You know, I think that would be pretty sweet if they won it. I'd be like, well, can't really say much about the forfeit there. I mean, it was pretty much inevitable. So. 
So yeah, that's me. Um, and then I was going to talk a little bit about, um, I did go through with that plan to use ALTTPR to determine our fantasy football draft order for my, my friend group. Um, I have a stream of that, which I'll put in the description of this episode. I don't think it's going to be particularly fun to watch for rando people or fantasy football people because <laughs> I kind of did a bad job at both of them a little bit. Uh, but that link is there if you want to see it. Um, as I mentioned last time, I gave myself the gloves thinking that had the best chance of showing up first. And I'm not too pleased to report that I will be drafting eighth. <laughs> <laughs> Got him. Damn. Yeah. The the hammer was literally the very first item in Link's house. So, <laughs> oh, man, that's a good start. Yeah. Yeah, and that was, I think, fourth ranked. So um, I'll also include the last time I included the list of like how I had roughly ordered everything. Um, I have the list of how everything came out. So if you're curious, like what order the items came out in, um, which was it, it was a weird seed. It's not what you would think. So um, I'll, I'll have a link to that in the description as well. But overall, it was a lot of fun. I would recommend doing something like this if you're, you know, someone who would consider it. I used uh, Fear Agent and um, Moogle Charms NFL Music MSU pack, uh, which perfectly set the tone for the whole event. So it, it, it was a lot of fun. And, and the guys in the league enjoyed it too. So cool. All right. Well, I think we've talked long enough amongst just the three of us. Let's go ahead and get one more into the conversation and let's talk a little bit about Mentor Tournament 23. We have reached the conclusion of the 2023 Mentor Tournament minus a couple of bonus races that I will tell you about in a second. But now let me go through each of the brackets and tell you where everyone ended up in the top four of each one. So first we had the fighter sword bracket in uh, a tie for third. We had Link to the Past, Ken and Min. Second place was Ginger Gaming 58. And our winner of the fighter sword bracket was TDK. For our master sword bracket, Tied for third, we had Becky Scott Fairley and Hawk 59. In second place, we had Jan Kato, and our Master Sword bracket winner was Runel. The Temper Sword finals have not yet happened, so those are the bonus matches I was talking about. They should be scheduled for this week, so check a link in the description for those races. They should be on the schedule by the time this episode comes out. What we do know is our two that were tied for third there are Bedwa, Blackburn, and Fiery, and it's Simple Clips and Tantalus that'll be racing for the Tempered Sword Bracket Championship. For the Gold Sword Bracket, Tied for third, we had Seafate91 and Krawal Tofu. In second place, we had Baja Blood. And the winner of the Gold Sword bracket for the 2023 Mentor Tournament was Bidey. And we are pleased to welcome Bidey to the show today. Thank hey, Bidey, how you doing? Thank you very much. I'm glad to be here. Let's talk a little bit about you. And I think anyone who has interacted with you in our Discord um, probably knows a thing or two already. But for those who have not been in our Discord, uh, one of the things that was kind of fun about you coming in is that you have a lot of knowledge in NMG. But when it comes to Rando, I understand you were kind of just starting out. Tell us about that. Yeah, so I probably had about three years of NMG experience. I was just actually looking up my first run before I got here, and it was February. Um, I've got it right here. It was February 2020 was my first full NMG run. And even okay. back then, I was rubbish at NMG as well. <laughs> it took me <laughs> quite a long time to get to where I am now, which is I think I'm in the top 20 on the NMG um, leaderboard. 
I'm pretty proud of that too. It took me a lot of time and effort. It's not easy to get down to 124 level of NMG. Mm-hmm. And yep, it was my first experience of Randall really just before the mentor journey started. That's basically when I got into it. I had dabbled with it before, not long, like a couple of weeks because someone asked me just to do a couple. I think I did a cross keys and it took me about 50 hours and I never did one of those again. <laughs> <laughs> and then went back to playing NMG again and then... That's like a triple A game <laughs> at the time. Yeah, I was terrible. Um, and then the mentor tourney come up and uh, I'm sure, you know, John Snoo, I think everyone knows who John is. Yeah. So he was the one mm-hmm. who was putting the bug in me and he was like, you need to come to play around or you need to come play around. And I'm like, I, I, I'm not really interested in it. I, whatever, blah, blah, blah. And eventually he's like, just do a seed. And I'm like, okay, I'll do a seed. And um, that's kind of how it started. He told me about the mentor tourney. And to be honest, I, I wouldn't be here playing Rando and being in these competitions if it wasn't for the mentor tourney. I can tell you that 100%. The tournament, when I looked at it, it was fantastic. It was well put together. Um, and as an, you know, I've been in NMG and I've been coaching people for uh, uh, as long as I've been in NMG, as long, as long as I've been good at NMG, I've been coaching people for hours and hours and hours of coaching people the same way as the mentor tourney coached me. So when I saw that format, I was like, wow, this is amazing. Like this, this is something that I, I really, really liked. Um, you've got a list of, you know, of ton of, of you know, people with all different experiences and you can basically say, Hey, do you want to be my mentor? Um, and that's kind of how it all started. Um, and when yeah, I, when okay. I started off, uh, I was rubbish, absolute rubbish. <laughs> I, I think people think that, I mean, you know, there's always that chat about you come over from NMG to Rando, you're going to be a God. Like that's not how it was at all. Trust me. Mm-hmm. Um, I was looking at my first, uh, I think my first six or five seeds were all 245s, 250s. It was a three hour one in there. And these are just opens and they're not ped seeds. They're just regular seeds. Like I yeah. can dash around fast, but when you don't have a clue what you're doing, it doesn't matter. Right. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so it wasn't, it wasn't easy. Uh, I had to put a lot of work into it. Um, so kind of the, the start, if you want me, do you want me to talk about the whole, my whole yeah. process there? Yeah, please. So Go I came ahead. over um, and I did basically four or five seeds. I basically just learned where the chests were, how to basically complete a seed, enough information. I didn't really do any of the glitches or any of that sort of stuff. I just sort of gave myself an inf- information to finish a seed and I did a bunch mm-hmm. of seeds and they were awful. You know, like like I said, 245, 250, they were rubbish. Um, but then when I signed up for the mentor tourney and um, I knew that, um, I was going to be in the mentor tourney. I, I was like, you know what? I'm going to put everything aside and all I'm going to do is focus on this randomizer. So what I actually did was, and uh, I was glad I get to talk about this because again, I don't want people just to think that, you know, it was just a natural progression. You know, I, I just played a few seats and all of a sudden I was just getting great mm-hmm. times and just crushing people because that, that's not how it was at all. I probably put in the regions of 75 to 100 hours of practice wow. before I even touched my next seed. I practiced for wow. about two weeks straight and I didn't do any seeds at all. All I did was I practiced, I practiced every single room. I went through every single dungeon with every single item that you could have. And I room timed everything. I went through every boss fight with fighter, master sword, tempered gold. I went through every single glitch that you could do in the randomizer. And I mean, every one arm will shake the tombstone jumpy thing where you jump over there, like all the obscure tomb things, Raider. hovering, yeah. Yeah, Tomb Raider, uh, mimic clipping, like uh, half of this stuff I'd never even seen or heard of. So 
Um, and like ho hovering is another one. I didn't really learn it until I started Rando. That's when I really started to use it. So I put a bunch of time into that as well. So I, I did about that much time. I'd say I'd probably closer to a hundred hours of that's all I did. I did z z some Z3 Sims and just practice, 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 practice until I knew how to do everything dart rooms. And then once I got all that knowledge, I went back and I just started hammering seeds and like my times this way, you know, I started getting, you know, 150s and 140s and then sub 90s and then like, it, you know, it all came together. But to get to that phase was, it wasn't just an easy road. Like I put a lot, a lot of time into it. So I, I just wanted people to realize that, that we're, you know, because yeah. I get asked that a lot. So. Yeah. I think you, that's, I think it's smart to, to come in kind of with that defense, if you will, because I, I, you know, I, I can actually remember, uh, a mentor tournament back when we were restricting the amount of people that could be in it. We said we put a cap at 64 and we would routinely get, you know, anywhere from 64 to, you know, one year we got like 85 applicants. And the way we handled that was by doing a little bit of, elimination of the people that had applied so that the ones that would really get the most out of the tournament were the ones that were participating. Um, and so there were a few people that we ended up saying like, well, this person's going to be too good. And so we asked them not to participate. And I remember at one point being like, oh, there's one person that applied that's really good at NMG. You put someone on their shoulder who knows how to route and you've created this unstoppable machine. <laughs> um, and, you know, I'm happy to discover that we were wrong about that. And I think there, you know, we saw, you know, some of your times coming in for like qualifiers and things like that. And I think all of us kind of breathe a little bit of a sigh of relief of like, okay, you know, this person, they've, they've got some things to learn in terms of, of rando and, and how that's different from NMG. And it's not just like a win button to have yeah. this, ex, you know, this execution experience. So um, I thought that was really cool to see. I think, you know, what really did it for you is, is all of the practice you put in. And I think everyone in this community knows that it's, you know, it's kind of an open secret of like, okay, any one of us can get better if we just sit down with the practice act or do a bunch of seeds in a row and, and really critically ask ourselves how we can get better. And I think you're, you're proof of, of that happening. Of course, being mentored, I'm sure helped a lot as well. Can you tell us a little bit about some of your experiences with some of the mentors? Sure. So I'll just backtrack a little bit to your point about, you know, the practicing sure. and things, and then I'll talk about the mentors. So, um, I think, Partly why the transition for me w was fast is not just because I have a good NMG time or because I'm good at execution. It's the, it's the mentality that you have to have in order to get to that time. In order to get to that time, you need to either have put thousands and thousands of hours into the game if you're, if you're not someone mm -hmm. likes to reset, if you're not a practice end, or you practice, you know, really, really hard and you're not afraid to grind a boss for eight hours. You know, I've, you know, picked up bosses and be like, spent eight hours on Ganon or eight hours the next day, you know, like, like that's just normal to an NMG wow. runner, like at, at this level. And people wow. don't understand that. It's like, yeah, putting four hours into boss is nothing for me. So bringing that mentality of how to, how to practice, how to efficiently practice, how to learn new rooms, how to, you know, do stuff like that is, is, is what made the transition easy to Rando. Um, to your point about mentors, so having a mentor as an NMG runner is the advantage, 100%. I will not deny that, right? You have someone in your ear who can talk, tell you where to go. They're tracking with you. Um, 
you're basically driving a Ferrari. I'm a Ferrari. Drive me. Like that. That's the kind of like the comparison I'll tell to people. <laughs> that's exactly what it is. Um, I I was one. I wanted to meet new people in the community. I knew some people, so I did different mentors every week. Um, I had Ari, PH, Flip Hugh, Skelly, John Snoo, and Structural Mike. All wow. completely different runners. And the way that I wanted to learn was I wanted to be 100% guided by them. Now, that wasn't because I wanted to win the game or anything like that. That was simply because I wanted to get into the mind of each runner 100%. I didn't want to be swayed by my decisions. I Mm -hmm. wanted to see how is this person playing this game? Right. And I got six completely different people <laughs> doing completely <laughs> different things, making me skip this. And I'm like, the other person's like, you never skip that. You know, so like that, <laughs> right. that's the way that I, that I was mentored. So I, and I, and I got to analyze a lot of that. And I kind of like picked the best of, you know what, I kind of like this approach to here, but I didn't, wasn't sort of fan of this. And I sort of picked and choose or chose the best of, of kind of all of those mentors. And again, uh, maybe to my uh, disadvantage is that because I was relying so heavily on mentors, um, when the mentors weren't there, uh, you got Mm. to really see the skill level. Because I think people going through the brackets, I I didn't lose a brackets match. I was six and all. I did have a couple of tougher matches and towards the end. Um, but I did do fairly well, but that, uh, mainly that is uh, because I did have mentors telling me where to go a lot of the time, helping me track. And um, once I started into the Braggus matches, I think it was pretty clear that uh, I, I was struggling a bit um, and I lost my first Braggus match, which I think a lot of people were really surprised about. And I wasn't surprised at all. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> yeah, I told you, I'm not, I'm not a machine. Like uh, I'm right. very beatable um, and I, I won my next two matches. Um, and in the next brackets match, I lost again in casual boots again, right? Everyone's like, casual boots is that's your that's your thing. It's like, well, no, it's not. <laughs> so I'm I'm glad that that happened. Honestly, um, um, it made me you know try harder. It made me focus up, and it showed people that I'm I am beatable. I am gettable. And in the end, um, people really wanted to beat me, and and I like that. You know, people like, oh, I tried oh, so yeah. hard to beat you, and I was practicing, and I really mm-hmm. wanted to beat. You and I'm like, yes, that's what it's all about, man. Like, I want to inspire people. Yeah. I'm, I don't want to crush people. I'm here to like inspire with my gameplay. And, mm-hmm. and, um, you know, I, I know we talked about it a little bit earlier, but like, I, you know, when I was playing against people, like I was reviewing their VODs and then I was messaging them like with, with notes and clips mm-hmm. and like, yeah, we need to practice this or like, we can't have this for the next game. You got to practice this. Like, you, you, you know, so I was trying to like help all my mentors with what I can give. I think it's, you know, you don't always have someone who can give something in a mentor's journey. And I can, I, I'm Mm -hmm. really good at execution. Everyone knows that. So I was able to take people aside and actually teach them stuff like boss fights and do tutorials with them and send a bunch of stuff to them. Um, because Mm. my, my, uh, motto is I want to beat you on your best day. I don't mm-hmm. want to beat you because you fumbled or you did a mismatch. I want to beat you because you did the best that you could do. And I beat sure. you because I was better on you on that day. Right. Like that's kind of my mentality. Yeah. And, and that goes for all tournament play as well. So. Wow. Um, when you offered that feedback to your opponents, was it always well received? Yeah. A hundred percent. It was, cool. um, you know, some people might, might not take too kindly to that, but, 
you're getting it anyways. I'm sorry. Like that, that's, just the, <laughs> that's just the person I am. Here's the information. Take mm-hmm. it as you will. And if you, if you don't want it and you, you say, you know, I'm not really interested in that. Fair enough. But I, yeah. I, it's just who I am. And you know, if I have offended anyone, I apologize, but I don't think in any way, shape or form, every single mentor that I faced is, is in my discord and we've done tutorials and calls together and this, that, and the next thing. So yeah, mm-hmm. like there's, there's, there's no, Shame on that. Yeah. And, and you like, would hope that people who join a mentor tournament are, you know, willing to accept advice, no matter if it's from a mentor or someone else who is clearly knowledgeable and good at the game, right? So mm-hmm, yeah. I'm, I'm very happy to hear that it was basically received well all the way yeah, through. Yeah, and it also came from me. I, I, I had mentors like showing me things, you know, mm-hmm. like exactly. you know, I was. I, I was lots of stuff I didn't know. Like, and I was asking them like, Oh, I saw you did this. I wouldn't realize you could do that. So, I mean, we're all learning. And I think that, you know, you need to be open that you can learn from anyone. You just never yeah. know who's going to know something that you don't or a piece of logic or a piece of information. Um, so I, I always be open to advice, especially if someone who's a, you know, a higher level player is, is offering <laughs> you Mm-hmm. advice or help sure you know, like I'd, I'd hope that you want to take it if you really want exactly. to get better at the game so yeah well speaking of of helping your uh fellow racers you were telling me a little bit uh in dm when i first reached out that you have provided some resources to some of the other racers that had gone over pretty well and that was something you were looking to do more of can you can you tell us about what that initial resource was and what sort of plans you have in the future yeah so I was asked to do an escape tutorial um, from uh, quite a lot of different people, um, not just, um, you know, mentees, but mentors and people that have been playing the game for a long time. Um, I'd, I'd mentioned a, a couple of times that I was going to do it. And then people say, you know, I'm really excited for this. So I was like, okay, I'll do it. And, you know, it wasn't this, you know, planned. It just fired up and I just did what I did. So I'd never done escape with boots before. So that was the thing. And I didn't mm. want it to be, because a lot of tutorials you see as just someone who knows what they're doing and they just go through and they say, this is what you do. They don't mm-hmm. get to see the process of, oh, wait, yes, he doesn't have a clue what he's doing. And then you work out how fast it is. So that was the, that was the, the kind of the idea behind it. You go through each room and, okay, this, okay, this is what I think is fastest. Then we test this, then we test this, then we turn. Oh, you know what? I just lost half a second. I can just do this. This is easy. And people get to see kind of the process, the timing process and the practice yeah. and kind of the way that all goes together. Um, and it's, it was more like, Hey, here's someone who's never done this before. And this is how they train and get better at it. And I put that out, <clears throat> didn't really think much of it, to be honest. I just fired up on a couple of discords and I got a bunch of messages from people, like a ton of people got back to me from all over the place. People who've been doing it for years, who'd learned something or uh, a lot of mentees and even a lot of people in the casual boots turning reached out to me and were like, this is amazing content. Like we really want more of this stuff. Like, could you do one on each dungeon? Could you do, you know, a Ganon tutorial? Could you do stuff on G? Like, so it's got me thinking about maybe doing kind of a tutorial of just how to go fast through each dungeon sort of thing with different item loadouts. Um, Cause mm-hmm. it's, people seem to be really interested. Oh, yeah. in it. So mm-hmm. it was very surprising that, that I got that much feedback on it. So yeah, I love that. And I would I would love to see you do that if it's something you choose to do. Our last uh, Gold Sword champion from our last mentor tournament, DDR Kirby ISQ, did a similar thing uh, where after winning our tournament and now has a, um, a, a 
a YouTube video playlist of really simple. It's called bite size rando. And mm-hmm. it's just like really quick. Like what's the best way to do, you know, I, one of them was like, what's the fastest way to get to the back of Meyer when you already have a big key and it like timed two different routes and showed how close they were. And it's like a two minute long video. So that's, that's super cool. Uh, but yeah, if you were to do that sort of thing, but like dungeon by dungeon or like slightly longer videos. Yeah. I, I, I know people would love that and uh, I would definitely be checking them out. So Awesome. Well, uh, we are coming up on time here. Um, so what I wanted to just now do is kind of give you a chance to get on the soapbox. If there's anything that you want to talk about that's, you know, kind of close to your heart in terms of rando or maybe people you want to thank or anything like that, you've got a couple minutes to just say whatever you want to say. So the floor is yours. Awesome. So yeah, obviously, thanks to all the mentors that I mentioned before. Thanks to all the mentees that raced in the tournament. And obviously the tournament organizers who, you know, I can't name them all. There's lots of them. There's lots of people in the background. They were fantastic. Um, The tournament is really, really good. I've been part of lots of tournaments and it was the best tournament I've been in by a mile. It's not even close. So I really want people to know that this tournament is bringing people to the Rando community. It really, really is. I think we can see increased numbers all across the board in tournaments at the moment by what I'm seeing. Sure, and I think yeah. that can be accustomed to or um, because of the Rando tourney. Yeah, I guess the the last thing I'd kind of like to finish on um, personally is, we can't lie here, there's been a lot of disgruntled stuff happening in the Rando community. And um, I mean, things happen in the Rando community, you know, people have their opinions about, you know, things that are right and what things that are wrong. But the only thing that I ask of the community is that we just treat each other with respect, right? Like, let's just try and not, you know, not take it down to name calling and this and that and the next thing. Like, let's try and be adults. And even if you don't have to like someone, like just, I think everyone would just be good if we could treat each other with respect. Like that's something that I try my hardest at, you know, all the time, no matter what community is. And, you know, I'm not going to lie, reading through some of the stuff in the last, you know, month or so has got me a little bit sad and upset. So, um, it seems that we're, we're getting to a better place now, but again, yeah, like just, just, just treat everyone with respect. Like there's, there's no need to, you know, take it anywhere else. That's, that's the only thing I have to say about the Rando community. I love the Rando community. I'm new to it. Um, I'm here to stay. I'm not going anywhere. So yeah. My yeah I was going to ask. <laughs> you, you, said, I am. you probably do know. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to ask cause like, you know, one thing I was concerned about, like the whole racing council shakeup now, you know, now Tark, uh, as a newer runner, was, was that kind of anything that was like super off putting to you? Like as you know, it's like, okay, this community clearly doesn't have anything together. Like I heard someone say that and they're like, I don't want to be a part of it. Um, did, did that ever thought ever cross your mind or was it just kind of like, you know, we'll get through this. Yeah. I mean, as a new person to the community, um, it was, it was, uh, I, I couldn't believe actually some of the stuff sure. that, that I was, that was reading. Um, I'm not going to lie. Um, I'm not going to ever mention any names, but it, it didn't put me off. It just got me a bit sad, right? Like, okay. um, that, you know, you're never going to put me off, you know, like I've been <laughs> in some communities that are terrible. I'm not going to name any names. I've been int- introduced into some speedrunning communities and they're just awful. Right. Um, and I don't sure. think it was quite like that. I just see people, um, who are just very heavily opinionated about the game that they love, you know? So, and then that's what we have to remember sometimes, like people have their opinions, right. But we, we really are trying to do the best for the game, the game that we all love. 
Mm-hmm. And I think that kind of gets forgotten about sometimes. It's like, oh, you know, we can't put this glitch in. We can't put that in. You know, it's like this, this, like. But people are, like I said, they're, they're given these opinions because they love the game. Like, we're here because we love the game. And if you don't love the game and you're not enjoying yourself, you shouldn't be here. Like, it's as simple as that. I mean, I know there's some people that, you know, that might not play anymore, that, that, that their, their opinion is still valid. Um, but, you know, if you're not enjoying Rando and, you know, it's it's getting you down and, you know, you're feeling bad about it, I mean, step away for a little bit, do something else uh, and then come back when you're ready. But no, it didn't put me off. Um, I could see how it could be putting off to some people, but at the end of the day, I just want to play Rando. I just want to have fun. For sure. It out, get in some tourneys and, uh, yeah, meet some cool people along the way. So it didn't put me off, but I, I do get where you're coming from. Awesome. I'm glad to hear that. I mean, I, that was one thing that, you know, I talked to several people that I mentored and it was just like, I hope, you know, I hope you're okay. You know, everything's going well, mm-hmm. stuff like that. And, um, you know, most, most times everybody was kind of had the, the same aspect, you know, thought process you did, you know, just a little sad, but you know, it's going to be fine. I, I still love this game and that's always encouraging to hear. Good stuff. All right. Well, uh, Bidey, again, congratulations on your victory and thank you so much for joining us. I've really enjoyed hearing hearing your thoughts. Um, would you maybe want to stick around with us to close out the episode? Sure can. Sweet. All right. Let's wrap this thing up. Okay, so uh, you can email us at email at gomodepodcast.com. Oh, wait, actually, you pro- should probably use gomodepodcast at gmail.com. <laughs> it's it's, slip. it's finally, been like a year for that. Finally, it's happened again. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> Got it wrong. So dumb. Um, we're on Twitch. We're on YouTube. We're on X. We're on <laughs> oh all those God. cool sites. Twitter. Um, Call it Twitter, so, please. Yeah, we're on Twitter. We're, we're on the Bluebird site. Uh, let's start with our biweekly seed. So last time we did a Champions game. Ganon Hunt. Um, I saw a few people partook of that, so that was good to see. I think this time, well, I was thinking we should do the beta 31.2.0 with what you've said about, like, everyone's about to be playing the beta in a few days. Yeah. That makes me kind of question it. <laughs> I don't know. What do you, what do you guys I mean, think? generate one. I uh, think we should do the 100% key sanity that we wanted to do when Ladder introduced it and couldn't because it was buggy. We'll just do that now. It just happens to have the fast drum stuff in it because we can't get rid of it anymore. But I think we can still do that. Yeah, and it's technically the beta. But again, even if the beta moves to live you know, to, tomorrow as you're listening to this, it should be exactly the same. So yeah. still, still a nice fun yeah, seed for exactly. you. Just don't forget to set your sprite. And your like quick swap options and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. There's, I, that's a common thing I hear when we do betas is people forget to to hit those. Mm-hmm. So don't don't forget. Okay, well we'll do that. Um, we got a new review, um, which I was absolutely ecstatic about. Y'all can't even imagine how happy this made me. Uh, but it was a new review from a user named Team Baird. And the title was Fantastic Window into ALTTPR Community. When it comes to ALTTPR, I am 100% casual, generating and playing seeds on my own time. I have never raced, never streamed, and I just lurk in the shadows of the Discord servers. That being said, I haven't missed an episode of Go Mode for the last three years. Even for someone who prefers to be on the sidelines, GMP is incredibly beneficial and informative. I there couldn't be a better review if I had like written it myself. Like that's exactly <laughs> what you, I want people. Did you write to this think yourself? Just gonna ask, did, I, you? did you hear what I just said? I could not have written <laughs> that <laughs> review myself. No, you you could have written enough. a better one. You didn't say you couldn't have that's written better. this one. <laughs> 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 that also says that there's not a better review than this one, and I stand by okay. that fact. Oh, dude. So. 
uh, team Baird, thank you so much for the kind words and, uh, yeah, seriously. And for the feedback just in general. Yeah. Yeah, And and if you have feedback, yes. uh, If you, if you're listening to this and you haven't yet given us a review on Apple podcasts or Spotify or wherever you listen to your podcasts, uh, then consider doing so and, and make, make my day. Um, Let's do shout outs. Uh, I have to insist that we all just stick to one and try to keep it kind of brief because we're already running kind of late. I think my wife's probably going to beat me up after this. <laughs> uh, so um, who wants to start? Uh, just any shout out, anything you've been into. All right, right? fire it off. Oh, you go ahead. All right. I was going to say, I'll make mine very fast. I'll talk about Beast in the East later, uh, another episode maybe. But um, I'll just say uh, shout outs to my car breaking down on the way to Beast in the East. <laughs> oh, man. Oof. Um, I did confirm today. It looks like I only blew out a spark plug and I just need to get a mechanic to fix that. And it's not like a thrown rod, which I was originally told was probably the case. Um, anyway, uh, so, yeah, that's uh, positive. That's, that's what I've been doing. I went to a tournament and I, my car broke down. So there we go. Uh, the old car, not 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 the car in the stream. It's fine. Good, good. All right. I hate that for you. Uh, mine's going to be real quick. I'm shouting out Armored Core 6, Fires of Rubicon. I've played about 20 hours of it. I've set up F this game about 4,000 times in that 20 hours. So that should give you an idea of how, how much I'm loving it. But I really am loving it. It's a great mech game. Just don't expect it to be easy if you have any interest in it. <laughs> um, um, go ahead, buddy. Please. Yeah, I'd just like to do a quick show to my family. Um, I love my family very much. Uh-huh. I love my wife and my kids, and they're very supportive of my hobby, and they, you know, they allow me time to do so, and they're very supportive. So, um, without them and their support, I wouldn't be allowed to be doing the hobby that I'm doing. So, I just want to give them a shout out. Awesome! Wow. Awesome! Damn! I love that. So, yeah, I'm shouting out this I, I, damn game, and he's over here plugging <laughs> on all know. the heartstrings. Let's never invite this guy again. <laughs> <laughs> I know I'm about to do a show <laughs> instead of my wife. Uh, in fact, I'm, I'm, I'm complaining about my wife instead. So yeah, I feel like a real jackass. But anyway, um, she knows I love her, and so does my dog. Uh, my shout out is I think I might have actually shouted this out once before, but if so, it's been quite a while. And this is to let people know the show How to with John Wilson on HBO. I think it's just on regular HBO, but obviously you can watch it on Max. Um, just an incredible show. It's this dude that just walks around New York City with a camera and just films things that are funny or interesting and then lucks his way eventually into telling a cohesive 30-minute story using that footage and interviewing hmm. people and following up on leads and just asking people questions, follow-up questions to like weird things they say. And like <laughs> this show really, really goes places. Uh, but season three is, it's actually almost over now, but um, highly, highly recommend. It's in top form. Okay, It's How To With John Wilson on max it's really really good check it out all right well uh i think it's time for us to get out of here now um thank you all so much for listening we had another long one bitey one more time thank you so much for being with us and congrats again on the on the victory thank you thank you very much appreciate it all right and also on behalf of my co-host dante and herfy derfy i've been tim let's go ahead and mirror out 